welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Orange man, she's the devil angel. Like it. <laughs> I love it. That was a crown there, but it's held up. Um, awesome. No, it's serious. And these gals are, um, they're badass, man. They're, they're, I, I think the girls in the industry work fucking harder they do. than the guys to prove a point. Because you're going to have to. Right. In this, like, you know what I mean? Like, right. It's, it's a, been a male-dominant industry for so it long. It is. It is. And they come in, they're like, wow, like she literally outworked the fuck. Like Buff and Queen. I mean, like, yeah. she's like killing it. Oh, you got it. Well, and a lot of, you know, there's what I call TNA detailers out there. I don't have much respect for them. Break if, it down. If they're, if they're just, you TNA, know. TNA, you want to break it down? I know yeah. you've gotten to 30 and we discussed this. You yeah. Know. Boobies and butt. When he was at the keynote and asked who's at 20 and you couldn't raise your hand anymore. Nah. So, I was so you know, There was that was like, moment, uh, you know, 30. Prentice looked back and goes, what, he, DJ, you're goes, not at. <laughs> wait, he, he, did, he, he did his motion. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, downhill. <laughs> you know what? I got he news for you. No way. It's going to. It gets better. It gets better. So now as you reach, you reach 30, you don't know what TNA it means. Tits and ass. So he's saying tits and ass detailers. Did you know that? So. He okay. did, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah. She did. So it, it. Hey, there's Chris. There's, there's our hitman. There's my hitman. You guys got a, a lot of people don't. This is the guy. This is the, listen to him. It was uh, this is the guy that makes my world uh, real and Chris, obtainable. So get in here. Come on, come on. Got to speak into the mic. Right here, right here, right here, right here. How's it going, everybody? All right. So Chris, tell us who you are. Uh, I'm Chris Woolman. I, uh, I own Octane Detailing out in Southern California, and uh, I do that part-time, and I work with Rennie the rest of the time. Why did you come to so, MT? Uh, he made me. <laughs> and, uh, no, he did not. And, and, and he drove me here very quickly. Uh, we, we made it here in record time, allegedly. So like and, right um, before the keynote, you were like busting in the door. No, we got here last night. Okay. I, I like driving fast, so. Oh, you're the story. Yeah. So we we uh. Gotcha. Yeah, Chris was putting the brakes on several times on the way over. You know, he did go. How fast are we going? The passenger uh, brakes. One twenty-five. You know, I mean, we allegedly. Alleged allegedly going one hundred twenty-five miles an hour. Are you killer? Uh, no, I was driving. Uh, you're, you're good with speed. Uh, STI. Oh. An STI. Yours? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So it, what color? I, uh, it is red. So, yes. All right. Very rare. It's a limited. Uh, the big wing on the back? Nope. Winged leet. <laughs> okay. I'm too old for wings. All right. Uh, and I just think it's classier looking. And Brandy uh, drives an STI. Yeah. It's a red STI. Very yeah, cool. It's it's Diane's got a uh, Porsche and I've got a uh, STI. There's lots of Porsche. Boxer S. I guess. Damn it. I was hoping I can guess. I just yeah. guess. Yeah. It's a great little car. That's good. It's faster than mine. It'll waste the. STI cornering at least. You can hand, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, cornering it will take it. Yeah. It's it's wicked, but you Very know. Cool. So Chris, Chris, Chris kind of runs all the. He's the he's the uh, he's the big man he's for the, the man. mafia. Yeah. So he handles all the lot the mafia business for the board. The hitman. Oh, he takes hitman. care of problems. Uh, you That's know, he title, does my. Though, it, is, it is. It is. It's a hitman. It's a hitman. On his card, it so it's pretty cool because he. Chris and I met. He trained down at when I was down at. Want a beer? No. Okay. I don't drink yeah, yeah. We don't have or Diet milk. Coke. Sometimes <laughs> milk. we have Coors Light. It's right above Diet Coke. Shut up. So, you know, Coors Light is the best we don't have Coors Light you here. Can shut the hell up. Chris, you probably, how many times have you ever seen me drink? 
Couple. Actually, I don't know if exactly. I ever have Exactly. Yeah. So you should, so you should have it here. here. <laughs> you know? No, we'd never get it home. His wife's not listening right now. So My wife we're just kidding him. Just do, we're just kidding. We're not going to kill him. It's like we can't tell her that we allegedly hit 125 miles an hour on the way over here. It's got to be a legend. It's a keynote. Everyone talking about it. But, yeah. but really, I asked her what she thought of your speed, and she said it was slow. Oh, yeah. That's be Okay. Ooh. It's because the last time we came here, somebody was going 135 in the Porsche. Beat that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was hitting the brakes on the dry, on the passenger the pa side. Oh, so it slowed you down. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it, was, wait, it wasn't. It, it wasn't the speed though. It was the speed Diane, he differential. He just copped out and blamed it on Chris. Is what just happened. I did. We were coming up on traffic awfully fast. I thought I could make it through His the hole. are amazing. Yeah. Did work good. Yeah. Yeah. Just not when he was putting them on. That's it. Serenity, uh, yeah. we've been asking this question to everybody okay. that's coming in. Why Mobile Tech? People. Why Mobile Tech Vegas? People. So look where I'm sitting across from right now. Where Where else can we get together? You're sitting across from some beautiful ladies. We are. Hotness. Mrs. Narwhal. Hotness, right? The ladies are detailing are smoking. So you know, they are come smoking. to Mobile Tech Vegas for the ladies. That's it. But you know what? That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah, but are there husbands? Ooh. Yeah, actually. You're here. <laughs> like, he's here. Okay, never mind. Never Wait, mind. No, I thought you were going somewhere else. Like, yeah. were you going like for the, the guy should come for the husband? Mm -hmm. You want to come for no. the husband's well, money? You know, no, that's what he said. He said, said hey, you know what, what about the husband? I'm not gay, but twenty bucks said. is twenty bucks. Man. <laughs> 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 PR just, uh, HR just chimed yes. in, Rennie. Yeah, right. You got to tone it down a little bit. Okay, sorry. We will stop that right now. I am. He's I only so a quarter of a beer in. That's exactly what happens it. when we I get to the bottom. I don't even need it. I don't even need it. Oh, yeah. Give me on espresso. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like it. It is ADD. It goes crazy. I'm the same way. Out of control, dude. Out of control. Out of control. Reckless control. Yeah, reckless control. See, reckless control. You did. Reckless control. How do you like that? So, you know, going back to it, it's people, man. It's like in this morning, Jim Gogan. You know, I mean, all these guys, Paul Apollonia out of... Uh-oh, uh-oh. We're recording segments for MTE. Okay. So, Mobile Tech Vegas, they should come for the people. It's all about people, you know, and I think that Mobile Tech has, has done a fantastic job uh, now bringing us something on the West Coast. But you look at the relationships that we've been able to build uh, at Mobile Tech, in Florida, and now to have this opportunity, you know, a lot of the people I'm seeing here, we've never seen at Mobile Tech before. Yeah, no, a lot, a lot, right? A lot. You've been, yeah. I mean, you've been well, there, done that. Year, yeah. And it's like you're seeing a whole new audience, and so these guys have never been exposed to the personal relationships DJ's that are built up. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what he told in me Vegas. earlier. Twenty bucks, twenty bucks. I got it for ten though. That's my ass. <laughs> That's it. He was trying very hard for the. If you tune in to the earlier, like he got roasted hard. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's wow. still trying and it hasn't. He hasn't matched. He hasn't done it. He hasn't done it. Anyway, keep going. So, so you, people should come to get exposed. You, you get exposed. <laughs> uh, if I don't do it, you know, uh, you know, I mean, you know, again, twenty bucks, twenty bucks, and after a beer, it might be ten. Um, so no, you know, and then and then the vendors to have one on ones, you know, with some of the vendors. I think that's key. Yes. The educational seminars uh, incredible. are incredible. I mean, you look at, there's people, there you know. a I, couple that were mediocre. It was one that was mediocre, <laughs> and it was one that was amazing. Well, and what you got to do, you got to remember, those mediocre guys are either building 
and they're going to get better and better, or they we're won't just, be back. We're or, just trying. Or, hopefully, we'll be back. That's it. <laughs> there you go. Ours were the mediocre. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're the mediocre. No, yeah, yeah. It's so. Okay, so you know, it, it's all about. I'm being told that I got to go do another yeah, presentation. No yeah, so here's the deal: is is let, let's let's do this. This is what builds up businesses. This event coming here and the host, they don't even know what they're doing for us, because what happens is this show is so valuable to have all this this talent that's directed directly at our little industry for such a limited time, but and such concentration is huge. But what happens after hours is where the magic happens. Where the money's at, you're right. That's where the money. You just the, nailed no, it. Yeah, no, you, you just nailed it. it. No, I didn't know shit. You Don't nailed do it. Don't do me that now. You I heard it. you nailed it hard. You, no, you nailed it. <laughs> Rennie, you nailed it, and I just assisted with the nail. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Rennie, thanks that. for coming out. We appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, he's going to end it right time. now. He's I'm like, ending see it right now. Yeah, you're sitting it right now. Thank All you, right, guys. Thanks a lot, man. Take care, guys. Mrs. Narwhal. Mrs. Narwhal is on now. Or is it Mrs. Narwhal or Mrs. Green Queen? No, 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 shut, shut up, Marty. What do you prefer? I, I suppose it would be hyphenated at this point. I didn't mean to shut up. That was rough. Well, you're, you're very I was for, asking like, her a question. You dominate the podcast most times. I, so I asked her, do get, you want to get me to talk? I asked I have the same to question, and you just told me to shut up. You know what? I shut up, Marty. What do you prefer? Okay, besides what you're fingering your company at, what do you prefer? I, just Aaron, really, honestly. Right. Yeah, just Aaron. Yeah. Just Aaron. But, but we, I mean, Mrs. Narwhal, that's my first time no, being fine. called that. Mrs. Narwhal. And I, I really like Narwhal okay. a lot, so, so do you I'm like, into it. Can we call you Mrs. Narwhal? If you want to call me Mrs. Narwhal, no, no, no. you can Is do that. Is that okay? Yeah, I'll, Perfect. I'll, I'll answer Narwhal. to it. Mrs. Narwhal going is. on. Yeah. All right. What's Mrs. up? Mrs. Narwhal. <laughs> or a.k.a. just Aaron. <laughs> 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 so you can walk around and yell, Narwhal, Mrs. Narwhal, or Aaron. Or, so probably or, or, or just Aaron. If I holler Narwhal, are people going to say Polo? Ooh, narwhal. That would be a nice narwhal way to, polo. Yeah, I, nice I like way, the way to grab the, the wave. There you go. All right, so you guys came out here for Mobile Tech right. Vegas. Why did you come out to Mobile Tech Vegas? Uh, you know, we're doing something that's really different. We've been detailers for 10 years. And we have really had a focus on not using any fossil fuels, not using any gasoline in our company. Uh, and we've brought it to a point where we've got a product, which is what we're selling in Narwhal, where you can run the same equipment that you're running your, on your generator off of a solar-powered equipment. You're not going to have ongoing costs. Uh, and mobile tech really offers a captive market for that. You know, it's a it's a situation where you've got detailers who are coming through, people who are using a generator every day and spending that money, and we're just trying to uh, to market to that specific audience. And uh, this this does that for us. You know, besides the uh, the fact that I get to hang out with you guys on a podcast. <laughs> besides that, huh? <laughs> you know, it's. It's okay. Get get my name clarified. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> All right, so talk to us then. You know, we try to get a little bit of info. We've, we've done it before where we've talked to, you know, the wives of detailers. I count as one of those. Yes, that's accurate. You count as one of those. How is it, you know, from your perspective, being the wife of a detailer? Um, well, I was here whenever you guys were talking to Remy and... You know, I can appreciate the the seven to seven kind of a idea, but I don't know, man. Because for your us, husband Ben works seven days a week. Oh, Ben! Ben works Ben works hella all the time, and but but you know the way that we 
folks at Green Clean Up, I'm kind of the backside of it. When you call Green Clean, I'm picking up the phone and I'm going to schedule your appointment and I'm going to answer your questions. Uh, and then he's the one who's going out there. And if you have some extenuating circumstance, you have a lot of sap or something, uh, he's going to talk to you about that kind of stuff. So we really kind of hand off things from each other. There's a lot of communication that has to happen. Uh, yeah, we, we've... Uh, We've really built the company together a lot, you know, deciding on how even even like the trailer well, skids for Narwhal were going to come. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I wish he was here. I wish my wife was here, too, because I'm in the same. So I'm like husband across from a wife, and my wife's not here, and your husband's not here. So this is interesting. What are the hard, like, some of the hard times? Like, Oh, I mean. Because you say you would, way we did this, but. There was some moments. Oh, no, no, no. I, I know for sure there was shit leading up to we did this. <laughs> well, so we, He's were not here. On, it's fine. we were running on vegetable listen, oil for a long time, which was fucking <laughs> disgusting. It was the worst. I hated the vegetable oil. I hated that it, it was everywhere. It took 30 days to process it because it had to filter in the sunshine and it smelled and... It didn't matter, like, my tea towels. Every damn thing was covered in oil. And uh, so, yeah, so I guess kind of part of the catalyst for that was me bitching about it being dirty all the time. And, I mean, it became a felony. Running on vegetable oil became a felony. I wouldn't recommend that to anybody. But uh, we, we moved along through that. And once we got to where we were running on solar confidently, I, I think that kind of moved into being where... I really wanted to build that, you know, I wanted to build that beyond, we're running our detail company on solar and bring it to like, we can do this for anybody who's running a mobile service. We can build something that somebody else can, can purchase and plug in and run their own company off of it. Uh, and that's, that's been, I don't know, a really big deal to me. And Ben's been supportive in me being like, hey, I'm going to turn this into a website. I'm going to turn this into some social media marketing. I need you to build this skid. I need you to build this trailer. And uh, yeah, it's it's without him, it wouldn't have gotten to where it is. But without me, it maybe wouldn't have gotten to where it is too. You know, so it's been a lot of back and forth, uh, a lot of pulling on strings where maybe they didn't want to be pulled so much. Uh, so yeah, there are definite there are definite there's, there's challenges. Moments. Oh right, yeah. yeah, we so we have had we've really had some hard moments of, yeah. of we're gonna scream at each other for mm -hmm. a second oh. and something's so got to happen. Second, maybe a week. Uh, yeah, yeah. Second, my no. second has yeah. been we're well, not gonna talk to each other for a day or two. Her, I'm guessing no, that you've had weeks oh, of screaming. My wife and I, yeah. Like yeah. I mean, there's times we're going through a big, <laughs> big, 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 big decision in business, and we're just business partners, 24/7 for a week straight. Oh, yeah. And business partners argue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We argue for you weeks straight about, no, this is going to happen. No, this yeah. is going to happen. Did you do this? You didn't? Oh, what the? Like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, Those you, conversations The kids didn't go to school happen. in time. Like, and then, and then you throw the personal <laughs> stuff in, and it's just like, it's such a, but at the end of the day, you know, when it finally gets resolved, because it always gets resolved, because you're business partners, it always gets resolved. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. Does you it? know, we started homeschooling yeah. because always we were resolved. like, no, business but is There's always happen. a time where you agree to disagree. And we're yeah. all comfortable, we're fine, we're lovers again, everything's great. This is the time you go in the trenches, trenches and shit's fucked up for a while. Yeah. It's fucked up for a second. You're not, it's hard to maintain as a family because business is what 
feeds the family and business is what you're yeah. in together so it's hard it really oh, yeah. is it, it's, it's hard to be in business with your significant other but I would not rather I would I would not have it any other way oh no no I'd rather fight with her than someone else we yeah. can fight fair yeah, you yeah. know, kind of. Ben's easy to fight be, with, though. Y- y'all have talked to him. He's very mild, and I can like I turn it up a little over bit. Him. It's fine. And uh, he he stays mild even if I'm like getting intense about things, which is fantastic. It must be the dreads. I don't know what it is. It's yeah, the maybe it's, it's pulling the on it. It's pulling on the. On You're his pulling head on his hair. <laughs> Whoa! Hey. Now we're going into a different segment. Oh we're going into. So you've got the uh, short hair and he's got the long hair. So whose hair gets you a little And tight, tight. we're done. <laughs> we are no. not done. Hey, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all having Thanks me for the here. Input. Thanks for having me here, guys. Absolutely. Is he back? He's back. All right, DJ's back. He's coming. All right, Oscar. Oscar, tell us who you are. Um, Oscar Hernandez, uh, 805 Detail Shop right. out of Ventura, California. Five. We've had that beer. Yes, that's right there. That's a, it is. It's a good. You should bring that up next year. Ventura, California, from Santa Barbara, California. So. No, she's like, she's fine. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome, no, thanks for sitting down and Thank you. All right, so where'd you get started? Give us your background story. Born and raised in Ventura. Joined the military, Marine Corps for a while. Um, so when I say a while, it's you know over 15 years. Got injured, back problems. Uh, what happened? Injury, nerve damage down the legs from lower back. No, it sucks. Yeah, um, but uh, grew up in the lowrider scene, lowrider car oh, shows. Really? Yeah. So Ventura, California. There's, oh, oh, here we go. Oh, yeah, <laughs> um, so, what year are we talking? Cars? Yeah. I got a 63 Impala. What year was the scene? Um, early 90s. Yeah. The hell? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So bad. All right, so I had a 87 S10. Nice. Yeah. They're still around. Yeah. They were not, it was not lowered, but my car going to high school. Pulling into high school with an 87 S10 pickup. I had a Chevy. Yeah, I know. That's cute. I didn't know we. Yeah. Yeah. Little Chevy, buddy. Yeah. Right. I didn't know that. Right, so what, was your, what was your truck as a new rider? Um, I started off with the '63 Impala. Still have that, and then uh, we got my girlfriend Maria, a uh, '49 Chevy truck, five window that she drives, and then currently working on a '51 Chevy Deluxe convertible, sitting outside my shop in pieces. Oh, no, just going to car shows. You know, yeah, I was so I fam- yeah, family, family. Uh, my dream car was a 63 Impala, and that's what my uncle had, and that's what we would go out and take us out um, with Duke's Car Club out of Ventura County. So that's where it was. Um, I couldn't afford my own car until obviously got a job, got in the military, and then purchased my own, um, and just started rebuilding, you know? So now that I'm out, um, that's what kind of got me into the detailing, always keeping the cars clean. Obviously, now a little bit more detailed. Uh, got out, uh, attended uh, training at 3D, Santa Clarita. California, and that um, it was good, really good training. Yeah, Francisco out there, he really got down with us. A real humble man. Uh, nothing, nothing but good things to say about him. Um, went above and beyond. And then uh, December of that year, I turned around and joined the IDA on my own. When uh, kind of, honestly, it was just 
to me, being a military background is more of uh, the pride of belonging. The certification for me really means a lot. Um, I was a drone instructor in the Marine Corps, martial arts instructor. So all of that, going through the process and the different degrees of that you can be in martial arts and the drone instructor, the structure for me is really good. Yeah. So when I heard about the IDA, I you know looked into it. I went in there, did it, and then um, after that, I went. And I trained uh, with Rennie, detailing success in February. And then, you know, started getting involved, getting all the emails. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Professionally detailing last April is when I went to the academy with 3D. And so, you know, done all that. And here I am now coming out to SEMA. I mean, good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 805. 805 beer. I'm not on that show. Okay. No. What I want to ask, though, is... So, Mobile Tech, Vegas. Mm -hmm. Takeaways, what do you think? Oh, wow. Um, honestly, the biggest takeaway is the, the networks, the connections. Yeah. Um, I was here for the education day. You can't, hands down, you can't beat this. Right. We asked guys, like, did you come educate today? Oh, I missed it. Sorry. So good, right? No, it was. To me, that, the, there wasn't enough you know, time for me to go to all of the classes. Yeah, I wanted more. Um, I am going to college for business, so you know I didn't go to the marketing. Yeah, so I wanted more. But to me, the the biggest takeaway was education. You know, hearing and you know talking to the detailers, networking, drinking beer, you know, seeing what you guys have. You know, being educated. You know, I don't know everything. I just learned something new about green products and plastics. You know, and to me, it's just you know the learning, the, the learning. You can't get this anywhere else. You can't get this on social media. You can't get this on anywhere else unless you're actually. Correct. That is you correct. You can watch the videos, you can listen to the podcast, but you have to be here to get the full effect. Correct. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I was out here working the booth with the IDA, um, you know, volunteered for that and just talking to other detailers, learning from them. And then I uh, got out here with Prentice and, you know, did a skills validation test and helped them out. Yeah. To me, is the biggest thing is volunteering, you know, giving back to the community, giving back to the people that support us and bring me up is giving back and the IDA to me has given me so much knowledge that I have to give back to them. Because you invest the time with them. Correct. Yeah. It all comes down to what you do with your time. Definitely. So what's been you if if you grew up in the low rider scene and now yeah he's super badass and now you're detailing have you gotten back to that scene with your roots and started detailing for some of those type of cars? Definitely. I think uh, we took it one step further. Um, just this last Father's Day, we did a car show. We hosted a car show for uh, Mission Fish. And uh, it's a veteran organization that takes out veterans, first responders out fishing. And the Real Guppies, which is a fishing program for children. So we actually came together um, with the lowrider uh, low scene, the hot rods, and brought over every type of car enthusiastic you know, together and just had a car show and we're in the process of planning another car show for May 5th for the Autism Society of Ventura County which is again is just not you know not only do we have our cars and we drive them but yeah April 5th April 5th so yeah so Cinco de Mayo did you guys hear tacos and tequila that it wasn't a wedding The fourth. <laughs> the fourth. Anyway, no, yeah. All right, man. So, 
you jump back in straight back to that scene and is that your target market? No, definitely not. I, I don't I like to always say I don't discriminate. You know, one day I two days ago before I came up here I had a clean nineteen sixty three impala sitting in my shop and next to it was a car with throw up in it. Like, you know, it's just yeah, I it is it is nice. Throw up. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Biohazard, you know. Yeah. And then I mean you gotta clean so much stuff afterwards. You do. You would never I prefaced the point of the conversation we said we turn it away because we would have to clean up so much stuff. It was already cleaned up. It was just. That's the worst conversation to have with the clown on the phone. Is like, okay, why do you want that dirt? That one area clean again? Well, so we were dead, and they, and I'm like, okay, are the chunks cleaned up? Yeah, I just smells. It's a weird conversation. Like, so what exactly is the feces? Instagram, Facebook, 805 Detail Shop, you know. No, it's, it's Look at Jen, where you been? Why you been walking by and then just sit down? We got a chair right here for you. There's a chair there, too. What's up, Theo? What's going on, Theo? This is Nick. This is Oscar. Nice to meet you, man. You're out of Las Vegas. I'm in Ventura, California. Yeah, about four miles away. Delmar, nice. Yeah. I was stationed out there in that area. <laughs> Oceanside? Yeah. Yeah. Marine Corps. Yep. Nick. Who's that? She's hiding. Jen. Sometimes she says hi. Hi. We got DJ. Nick, thank you for stopping in. Oh, you got it, man. Nick, we were just talking about throw up and how much we love to clean throw up. Yeah, I passed on that work. Yeah. What's your favorite part of throw up? What do you love to clean about throw up? I don't clean it. There you go. We pass. Oh, <laughs> Oscar does. Hey, I don't, Oscar I don't discriminate. I'm like, <laughs> if you know how to charge. Oh, good point. 
I'd, and they want it out, let's help them out. Yeah. I don't hate that answer. It's a good answer. But I'm not going to be doing it for the rest of my life. I hear you. Yeah. All right, so my question, I remember what my question was going to be. Okay, my question is going to be, DJ, I don't know if you remember the time that we, because we talked about what do you, what we don't know what it is. Do you remember your worst car of animal feces? My worst car of animal feces. If you remember, so DJ and I started at Zud's Car Wash, right? Jen, you were on the podcast. You started at a car wash. There's a lot of detailers that start at car washes. You rolling out? Yeah, I got to go. Okay, no problem, man. Thanks for coming. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Beer? Hand? Beer, hand? It's great meeting you, brother. So we had a a car that came in with a lady that pretty much had her animals living in the car. I don't know if you remember the amount of dog turds that were in the back. I blocked out. <laughs> I'm gonna pass. So we took in the car. Thomas started. Harvin was there. I feel that you were there. Was it a 4-3 PM? You weren't there. I was, in, was, I was in high school. I had so I was in much high school revolt. At the time. So much revolt for that car. Class. My guys told me they would not clean it. I, no, I walked out and looked at the car and went, yeah, man, I'm sorry. You've got shit all over your car. <laughs> Literally. We we're going to pass. Clean this because of what I just said a second ago. We're going to have to turn around and clean all our vacuum lines. Yeah. There's so much work that's going to be done. There's no way. So we sent them to you, who you used to be with. We sent them down to the races. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we sent them down to the conversation. Nick. Worst car you've ever cleaned? Uh, worst car I ever cleaned? I started with a uh, wholesaler. He bought 200 cars a week at the auction, and it was an old Renault. And it was probably like an 88 Renault, and it had cat urine Ooh. all in it. And we got screamed and yelled at because we couldn't get the smell out. I was 16 at the time. I didn't know how to get a smell out. So all we did was continue to use the extractor for about four hours straight. And that was the worst I'd ever experienced. And to this day, I've never smelled anything like that. All right, so what should we do as detailers to clean feces? You gotta pass. Hey, get new clients. Right. It's awesome. not worth it. That's awesome. All right, so Nick, but tell us, you know, dive in, who are you? Yeah, uh, I'm here local, Las Vegas. Um, Vegas Rides is my company. We're a mobile, 100% mobile. Uh, we do a lot of collection work. So most of our clients have between 10 and 50 cars. And we do a lot of exotic work, but mainly we started to focus on maintenance. Uh, I want to clean, clean cars. My guys want to clean, clean cars. We're starting to see a very big difference in uh, the customer keeping a car. Even exotic owners are going through cars faster than ever. And so sitting here and trying to perfect paint, which is a great avenue to make money, if the customer changes, you have to change. 
And I think that's, we've really started to transform our business into more of maintenance accounts. And ever since then, our business took off. And we're not living paycheck to paycheck. We're not, we're not waiting for the next big ticket sale. We're setting people up on weekly maintenance. And if you don't like it, don't join our company. It's not for you. So I, I think the industry is changing. Uh, that's why I contacted you about YWAX. You know, one of the first reasons I could, because I think things are changing. And everybody's, I started with a rotary polisher in my hand. I actually know how to use a rotary. I know that's pretty rare in this industry now. There you go. I'm the I'm the old all the way. So, I started with 3M compound. And <laughs> yeah, so for me, you know. I think mine was a Honda Prelude. Honda Prelude? So. Ferrari. <laughs> Ferrari? First car you burned was a Ferrari? Yeah. So what happened? You just went too hard? That'll happen. That'll happen yeah, to all of us. So, so my first car that I burned, so we're talking 2003. Um, I had only started putting on waxes, sealants by hand. Somebody made a made a stop by, I think it was salesman or somebody, I don't know. They're like, hey, you're doing that all wrong. You should get one of these polishers. Okay, cool. Buy one. Cool. And I could start putting it on better, faster. Like, there was no... Back then, there was no education. There was nothing. It was literally you buy something and figure it out, yep. right? So, okay, this thing's spinning awfully fast. I got to turn it down, you know. I start going over cars, no problem. Well, I got to a tar on a Ford Expedition. Tar all along the side, right? We're 2003. Once again, let me go back. Nobody, nobody knew anything. Like, there was nobody talking to anybody. You're just trying to figure shit out. Wash didn't work. Okay, this tar's not coming off. I got this thing over here that spins really fast. I wonder if it'll take it off. Sure enough, I put a little bit of that thing that this guy gave me. It's a polish, and I can put it on a pad, and I'm buzzing through a car, and this this stuff's coming off like awesome. I could see I'm, you doing that, though. Like, right? Like, just yep. like this thing, yep. literally what you're saying, mm -hmm. this thing over here, mm -hmm. if I throw some things on this thing, and this thing thinks and here, and then, and then spin, thing this spin, and, and it's then taking thing it off. Then hey, we're working, right? We're shit. good. Everything's great. Uh, the first panel's wonderful. He likes things. I come down to the passenger things. side, and I'm like, man, this is fucking awesome. She's gonna love it. I'm just going. I look back and I go, what's that? <laughs> well, that's not wiping off. No, 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 no. <laughs> what is this? Those panels that go along, I guess they're like, what, for door dings? Those, there's that little yeah. molding that went along the bottom. was plastic. Oh, yeah. It wasn't metal. Oh, I didn't know that you could not hit plastics. And, the, and yeah. 
And I was just going along and I look back and there's these burn marks all along the plastics of the, and I, I had to go to the lady and be like, listen, ma'am, I'm really sorry. I owe you repaint. <laughs> I, no, because, yeah, I had to replastic. So, ma'am, I got good news. I got all that tar off that you wanted. Yeah, good news. But? <laughs> bad bad news. <laughs> all those plastic parts, I did some. She took it to the dealership, got it fixed. I comped her for another while. Like, everything worked out. She was wonderful, but. First car I ever burned with a rotary. That was it. DJ, you're the one that didn't answer. Yeah, yeah. Tastes <laughs> <laughs> mm. like well last. <laughs> I mean, literally, I do like my like. It just happens, man. No, I mean, literally, like you don't think I burnt stuff with DAs. Like you, it just it happens. Well, he just said the magic word. Anybody that thinks a DA is not going to burn a panel has been no, sold can, a bill of goods. No, it's. It, I'm not going to lie. Like it happens. Yeah. I'm not sure how frequent. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It, 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 it happens. Like, well, and not if you only don't, that, no, no, no. Here's I think my thing. DA has more so heat. So we we switched to where it happens, but we. Well, you have to, if you're cutting, if you're heavy cutting with the DA, people that have never used a rotary, I don't think realize how long sometimes on a heavy cut they got to put the DA there, and it just builds up heat, builds up heat, builds up heat. You get on an old Porsche, a wool pad rotary will react better some t sometimes, again, I'm just generalizing here, sometimes than using a microfiber pad, you know, and a DA. Because you may have to be there forever and ever and ever to get that scratch or defect out. That's just my two cents because I grew up on a rotary. So you pointed at somebody when you said Porsche. Why did you do that? No, she oh, said Porsche earlier. The oh, Porsche detailer is here. Oh, I think You've got that one She's Instagram here. that's what, the Porsche detailer The, the Porsche detailer, yeah. 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 Oh, that's you? Uh, Jen, Jen yeah, tell that's us, me. for the two people that don't know who you are, Just who, two. who is Jen? Um, I like to sit and stare at paint, and I've been doing it for like 15, awesome. 20 years. But, yeah, I kind of I graduated from the fleet accounts of cleaning shit out of cars. <laughs> clean shit? <laughs> yeah, all the time. And then, well, I used to. Oh, I used to clean shit. Shoveling car wash pits, scrubbing floors with toothbrushes, pretty much shit like that. Shit. Shit. Oh, fucking shit, Jim. No, I know, I know. Well, you already <laughs> throwed out the F-bomb and stuff like that on here, so I felt comfortable. You should. So now I get to work on really nice cars, so I feel like I graduated, and mostly I work on Porsches. Oh, shit, man. Shit. But mostly, I mean, you specialize or want to specialize in Porsches. Yes, I do. Yeah. I mean, I know all the curves, and I love those cars, and I can't wait to own my own. Jen likes curves. So GT2 GT2 RS or GT3? Or GT3? I mean, I just want a GT3. I want it all dialed in, and then I'm just going to live at the track and just, you know? Yep. I'm in agreement. I'm not a big GT2 RS fan. Correct. They're just so angry and so crazy, and it was just a lot. I love the noises, but it's just it's too much, and I'm fine. Too much shit, Jen? It's way too much shit. Yep. Way too much. I'm with you. GT3 is better. Yeah. All right. So... Favorite car of all time is that? GT3. GT3. RS or no? No, I'm just fine with I took an RS out. Well, I took a GT3 out, and then I took an RS out on the track. What's the difference? Well, I mean, there's, I mean, engine-wise. Um, I mean, you're just what you think of it. Uh, I just, I don't no need difference? a, I don't need a GT3 RS. I don't need a GT2 RS. Cool. Uh, DJ does. That's why he was trying to figure out what's better. Which one should I get? Because DJ has a I dream mean, of, of grabbing GT3 the best. Or GT3 RS. 
don't you just start with a GT3? No, I don't want to start. I'm going there. You're going to go it. there, and that's it. So what do I get? Full send, then do whatever you want and get a GT3 RS. So I should? Is it better? They're not. No. Okay. I took, well. I took them both on the track, and I like the GT3 better. Oh, but that's Nick, what it is. Then. Right. And I took a GT3 RS on, and it So, got Nick, they're going to keep the talking about, and they're going to banner back and forth over nothing yeah. because, oh, you know. My favorite car is an F50. Ferrari F50. Ferrari F50? DJ, what's your favorite car? I, I can't. I literally cannot answer that question. Like, it changes every fucking second. Okay, so for this second. I fall in love easy. For this second, what's your favorite car? Yeah. We're talking about Porsches. GT3 RS. Okay, there you go. 930, gotta go Hold on, what? There's nothing like All right, favorite car to like have clean. as well, the body lines, everything. Cleanest one. Yeah. <laughs> well tells them. I like it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> hey, DJ, what's your favorite car that you've cleaned? You won't get it. Are we going to bet on okay. whether he gets it or not? The Huracan. Oh, he didn't get it. I win. <laughs> what did you say? Jim, what's the favorite? Yeah. <laughs> Cleanest one? Yeah. <laughs> Not the Huracan. <laughs> Favorite car to clean is the cleanest yeah, one. Yeah, he just did that. It's at his shop right That's now. amazing. So they're just showing me a picture. It's a, uh, a full wrap. What color is that? And it's insane how, like, in That's the a wrap. What car is it? That's a 90s model Porsche. 87. 80s? I'm wrong. Look at that fishtail. The nice, uh, the whale tail. Whale tail. The roof rack on a Porsche. It looks so awesome. Where can they find this at if they were going to look on a we're recording? So where are they going to find this at? Specialist Detail Studio. Where is it? The Specialist Detail Studio. On IG? On Instagram. So sick. It's like a baby blue. See a Vegas guy too? Yep. It's oh, a, no, okay. it's turquoise. So That's like turquoise. Oh, never never turquoise too, oh. yeah. Meet cool. new people all the time. <laughs> what did you do hey, to DJ. it? DJ. Uh, we did a full color change wrap on it. Yeah? Disassembled it, door jams, everything. And, uh, That's amazing. You guys are sick. That's awesome, dude. No, no, it's not that cool. Shut up. It's fucking cool. What's up, Marty? Hey, so here's what's really cool about I, this moment. I don't know. You don't know. Everybody hold your glass up except Jen because she's not having beer. What the hell, Jen? Seriously. All right. Here's what's cool. Two detailers from Las Vegas, and we're having community, and they've never met. We've never met. Community. Marty, why is that? I saw on Instagram. I like your work. So we're here for Mobile Tech Vegas, and we wouldn't have this opportunity if it wasn't for Mobile Tech Vegas. So What opportunity? To be here with community. We've got detailers in the same city that have never met. We've got Jim from Carsmetology all the way from Minnesota. DJ, we still don't know where he's from. Sometimes he should. Like, <laughs> we're, we're, we're from Oklahoma, you know, so we get a chance where guys from and females from different states get to hang out and drink beer but it all derives from mobile tech vegas so nick why did you come to mobile tech vegas actually i came because it was more it felt to me more centralized than sema you know sema to me is just a big consumer show detailings in the back corner whatever i felt like i'd be able to talk to vendors more which actually happened and uh you know i don't come to these things very often so I want to support it. It feels like a more local show, if that makes sense. It's not so like global, and you don't have all these, you know, different companies that don't matter to me. I guess, and I think it's a great idea. You have so many mobile, you know, people, PDR, and those types of companies that are sharing similar clientele sometimes, 
So I think it was a great idea, and that's why I came. Awesome. Jen, and then we'll pass it over to your good friend. Jen, why did you come to Mobile Tech Vegas? Uh, why did I come to Mobile Tech? Because it's, I mean, I love every sort of event that has, you know, a bunch of detailers in one room. Uh, it's kind of like a reunion, and I get to check out different prospects that I can bring into the shop and possibly make some more dough. And Making that dough, girl. Making that dough. And I get to see Theo. All right, Theo, and why and did you? So. Speaking of him, that's awesome. Him. Speaking He's of cool Theo, Theo's somebody that I creeped on and found on Instagram. Why you creep on his Because shit? you know what I did is I went on there and I looked for a Porsche detailer. Ah. And he was like the Porsche detailer. His branding was on point, Marty. It was. And you know what? I hit him up and I was like, can I stop by your shop and say what's up? And, and he was I like, did. hell yeah. And then ever since then, we are like, you know, cool. bros. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Theo, why did you come so to Mobile Theo. Tech Expo? Um, one, because Jen was like, <laughs> better be coming to Mobile Tech. And uh, two, because I wanted to see, you know, what I've been missing. Because this is mainly in Florida from uh, my understanding, and I've never made it out there. So I wanted to see what it's about. And I'm thinking about bringing in paintless dent removal and a couple other uh, different uh, avenues of income for my business as well. Awesome. I would, I would agree awesome, with that. Man. Yeah. Hey, so I want to ask that question then. So we've talked a couple different times on the podcast about different revenue streams for detailers and bringing in different things that we can do because the, the, the opportunity that we have right now as an industry, we can do more than we've ever been able to do as a detailer. Yeah. There's so many opportunities. Why do you think that bringing in a PDR or dent repair would be beneficial for you as a detailing company I'm trying to make my business like a one-stop shop mm -hmm. I want them to come in for window tint clear bra paintless dent removal rock chip repair so that that way they don't have to go to different areas to get get the business to get the work done so what I try to do is try to basically do everything in-house so that they drop it off and pick it up from one spot how long have you been in business uh, since 1997 Love it, man. So, 1997, you opened the doors. Let's go 2004, 2005. Did you think that you could do PDR and everything that you just talked about? No, I didn't. Back then? No, I didn't even think that I was going to go beyond mobile detailing. I was doing mobile from 97 to about 2004. And then from 2004, I took a little break. And 2008, I started up uh, my shop. And from there, it's been going really well. That's awesome, man. Nick, what do you think? Uh, I think when, I think if you're a detailer and you look back, um, there's a lot of industries we should have owned. PDR fits great into what we do. We clean up messes. Uh, so PDR should have been detailing from the beginning. Look at wheel repair. That should have been us. Uh, look at um, glass repair. That should be us. You're completely right. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, it should have been we us. We let other people come into yeah. the industry that the, we should have done. hundred percent. So I think now detailing has two ways to go. Detailing can stay small or it can start to make moves. And you're going to have to make that decision for your local business. Um, you know, like Theo, we're going to aggressively go after some of the markets. And we're going to, you know, it's not a popular word any longer, but it's called vertically integrate. You know, vertically integrate your business. So my clients, you know, when you do collections, the, part, 
the part that nobody ever tells you is my clients have nicer garages than I could build. I couldn't build a garage as nice as they have. So the other part is now I got to answer the question. If they have a problem, I got to take it to them. I got to have a PDR guy to go there. I got to have a rap guy that can go there. I got to have all these different people. Well, if I keep referring that work, I don't really get the money. I just get the referral. There's no referral fee a lot of times because you're friends with the guy. Well, how about this? I'll just do it myself. And so I think the detailing industry made a a lot of big errors. First of all, we allowed car washes to exist, which is laughable. We should have owned that. We, we, we make fun of, we, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We made fun of car on, washes. Start over again. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. We made fun of car washes for how long? How long? We still do. Go ahead. Still do. Go ahead. Go ahead. But if you had an elevated car wash through a detailing company, I'm not saying that's all you do. Yeah, yeah. Okay? But you gave an elevated experience for somebody, and that could be at your detail shop, it could be at your mobile shop, whatever. Whatever. What I'm saying is we've let all these things happen underneath our nose because we want to be stuck behind a polisher. And what I think a guy like Theo is realizing and I'm realizing is, why don't we have PDR? Because it fits exactly what our belief system is, is I'm going to make your car as great as I can make it. And if it's got a door ding in it. So a lot of subs. And guess what? You don't make any money on that. You may make a little fee here and there. But you're the one-stop shop, right? What's that? You're subbing on guys. Well, I I think the question, so let me... I think your question that comes from DJ subs out a lot of stuff. And I do too. I'm a subber. So I, I, I think that would be the and he does that too. would be the question. I'm so a we subber. All sub it. We're all the I don't want to do shop. great in one area. Like, You're saying that you should bring it all in house and I'm not sa- sub. What I'm saying is, is whatever whatever is whatever you can get the most value as a company, you're gonna have to evaluate. Can I do rap on a major level? If I can, then I need to bring it in house. PDR, glass repair, those types of things. It seems you can bring those things in house. It's not huge upfront cost to do so. You know, I'm not. I'm not telling you to, you know, go buy a CNC machine to refurbish every wheel you see. I'm saying the simple things you should bring in house, and we've we haven't done it because a lot of detailers aren't fiscally able to do it. It's it, that's been the decision. That's right, all I'm because saying. Because we say it's not expensive, but to get a to get a printer machine, right? They're what ten grand, and then if you got to buy the stuff. I mean, so you're, you're right. We haven't been fiscally able to. Right. So then, if if that would be more beneficial for a company to do, why? What could we do then to get to that point? How could we get to where we could fiscally be able to? Well, I think Theo touched on it. I mean, he's just going to think about it and he's going to invest in it. If he's going to do it, he's going to have to invest in it. And he's going to have to take a hit as a business to invest. The problem is, is that detailers have been operating their business behind the polisher. And when all you do is polishing, a lot of times you end up being the sole polisher. It's hard to train somebody to do artistry work because you were kind of born with it, yeah. right? Yeah. If you you started with, and, and guess what? So you gotta, you gotta you have know. businesses that you can replicate yourself. And detailing didn't do that very well in years past. We now have the opportunity, and it's on you as a business if you're going to take the opportunity. I mean, it really is going to be business to business. If it works for Theo and he's going to do PDR at a high level, I may look at it and say, hey, I really can't do that. That doesn't make him right or me wrong, but I think you need to bring more stuff in-house because when you sub stuff, you have no quality control. Uh, your it's, customer it's- – Yes. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, your customer thinks you're Trust doing me. it. Trust me. No, yeah. I'm fighting it right now. Your customer believes like, Theo's doing it. Oh. Whether tr- Theo subbed it or it not. It doesn't matter. You can even say it in a way they know you're subbing it. It's still on yeah. you. So if I'm so going to take the, the heat. Left your shop 
put your stamp of approval on that. So if it left your shop not being 100%, you're responsible for it. You just took responsibility for it. So Theo, is is PDR a better if we because we just talked about a printer and we talked about RAV, we talked about uh, you know different avenue streams. Do you think then PDR is a, a, a better way to go into than maybe starting to get into wraps and window tint? I've dipped my hands in pretty much all of them. I have oh, PPF, uh, sorry. I have uh, wrap guys that come into my shop and do wrap in my shop. I sub them, but looking at how they're doing and how everything is done, um, I like to take the stuff apart myself to know that it gets put together properly. A lot of the wrap guys, they're just pulling stuff off, slapping film on, and putting the car back together, and you've got different screws and bolts that don't match up, line up. So I like to try to keep the quality where it's at. Can I do it? I probably can do it. Do I have the time to do it? Probably not. I need to expand a little bit further than I am. So if I'm able to bring it into my shop as sub in my shop, I find more value to that at this point until I can actually get it the people to do it for me. And I couldn't hear what he said. Did you? <laughs> no, he. It, I mean, basically, I what he said. He hit it, Marty. He hit it. He hit it. It's louder in here for sure. What I get it. Say? I get it. He hit it on the nail. Okay. You know, so so the thing for me is is, is expansion's a tough deal. You know, you got to have the financial wherewithal to expand, and that means you're going to have to, you know, maybe eat some rice and beans for a while. And I don't think a lot of guys want to do that. You know, you want to have a new boat. You want to have the fastest car. You want to have tough, all that right? stuff. It's then, tough to, to if, if we're growing a business and all of a sudden we're really doing well and we're making more money than we've ever had and we want to try and go backwards. It's tough. <laughs> I've tried so many times. It's tough. It's tough. It is. To try and eat shit when you, we've eaten shit for so long and all of a sudden we don't have to eat shit and we got to go back to eat shit. Yep. Oh, man, it's well, fucking... Dude, yeah. no, but, so me. why should somebody go backwards and eat shit? Well, because you're going to have to to expand. You know, when I went from one trucks to two trucks, it was the biggest leap of my life. I barely had enough money to buy the second truck, and I didn't have the money to pay those guys. But then I went out and I sold harder and did all that stuff, and all of a sudden the third truck wasn't a big deal, and the fourth truck was less of a big deal, and the fifth truck was less of a big deal. So it's the risk of... You might have to empty your bank account. You, you know, will have let, to empty your bank account. Well, let, me, let me tell you this. He We're said might. I'm <laughs> saying will. Go ahead. Or, or you're going to have to live behind a polisher or whatever it is you do. What's the trade-off? Empty your bank account or live behind a polisher? I'd empty my bank account every time. Boom. Because here's the deal. There's too many people that think there's some type of great thing of working 60 hours a week with a polisher in your hand. Well, guess what? Your business is going to suffer. Your accounting is going to be off. If you want to go down the route, we're going route. We're, we're going. You have multiple units, and so do I. Yeah. If you want to go down that route, yeah, it would suffer. Yeah. If you and, want to go down that route. And look, I'm looking at 50 or 60-year-old me. I don't think I could polish. Correct. That's I what I'm just, saying. Yeah. I just don't think I could do but it. But some people want to be a solopreneur. They, they want to do – that's all they do. Like, And by the way, some people are so great at polishing, like they should polish. And Jason Kilmer, like those guys want to do that top-level, like high-end, full-blown. Well, full look who's sitting next to you. Jen is – one of the top high-end she is. She polishing is. detail. So, Well, there's a guy named Keith Richardson as well. I mean, they, there's a lot of people like Jen that are just great. They're yeah. great polishers. You can't replicate what they do. Exactly. And that should, that should, you know, they probably should do that. The thing is, is I got tired of it. 
and I wanted to build a business that maybe one day I could sell. You have kids, huh? Uh, no, I don't oh, have kids. Oh, lucky my, you. My, mine's the big thing about business. You get that, no How kids. I view a business is different than other Man, people. What a lucky guy. You know, guy. I just want to have a business. <laughs> I love my kids, Ronald. So do you. So do. how do we but then? Damn. If must lucky. be nice. Yeah, I agree. Like, so how do we go if we've been? If somebody wants to get there. We just said that you're going to have to empty your bank account or get a big massive loan. you got to invest in growing. Investing is everything. If you're not going to be willing to sit there and invest or you just want to call somebody up and be like, hey, can I just watch you polish for free? That's not going to work. Like, you have to pay to play, I guess. Yeah. And and I think she just hit it on the head. Yeah. Investment is a reality. Everything. People invest in their retirement. Yeah. People invest in retirement. And, and, you know, I invest in real estate. All that stuff's great. But your business is the same thing. The more I invest, the more return I'm going to get. Right. You know. It's like your kid. I I mean, it's just like anything. I mean, it doesn't matter what you do. You're going to invest time. You're going to invest money. Oh, I mean, like, if if people have kids, you know. How soon do you jump on the PBR? (laughs) You don't have kids, Um, (laughs) I'm planning on doing some big changes probably by the beginning of the year next year. Um, PDR, PPF, window tint, pretty much everything, and uh, expanding the square footage and uh, the manpower that I have right, to get everything done. But so done. break that down. So what's your square footage now? What's your operation like? I'm at 3,500 square feet. I'm planning on going to 10,000 square feet. How many guys do you have on your team? Two. All right, so two guys on your team. Correct. You're trying to really, really grow. So what's the game? Do you have a game plan? Are you starting to figure that out? I kind of got a game plan, and I got a lot of good friends in the industry that are out to help me as well. Like, if I need help, Jen will just a phone call away. She'll fly out and help. There's some local people here in town that if I need help. Hey, she's also great for a road trip to Denver. And going to... Jen's very versatile. Very versatile. Very versatile person. I I know her pretty well, so trust me, I know. (laughs) I don't think you know on the level of, like, getting in the biggest club. Oh, I told him oh. about Marty's shoes. Uh, I, I, I just heard about the shoes today. You just heard about the shoes today? Okay. Cute little bow tie on them. But so what, oh, yeah. what's some of the steps that you're going to do? Thinking uh, about it, like what's some practical things that you're going to probably do? Um, just finding the right team members to grow my business. Um, I'm not looking for an employee. I'm looking for a team member. I'm looking for someone that's willing to grow with my company, um, that's not willing to yeah, expect everything just handed to them. They're going to have to grow with the company and just kind of, as I build a company, they're going to grow with the company. So That's cool. So first step is team member. Second step, um, we still got equipment to buy. Still got this new place facility that you want to grow into 10,000 square foot. Well, my goal is to build the facility. So I'm also planning on doing uh, light car storage for some of my car collectors. And I'm also planning on doing light mechanical work, 12-volt work. and. um, So it's not just 10,000 square feet for PDR. Correct. We're starting with 10,000, but it's going to be a 100,000 square foot facility when finished. What did you say, 100,000? Correct. That's my goal. Um, Because I want to put everybody under one roof, and I want it to be to where... You come in for an alarm, you can get your windows tinted, you can get clear bra, you can get your car detailed. If you have too many cars and you can't store them in your panorama tower, you can store them at my facility. I mean, best time to be a detailer because you get a chance to do that. Yeah, I agree. 
Yeah, and, and look, you got a lot of things along Theo's line that have popped up. Auto Car Club out of Scottsdale. Uh, you got a bunch of, you know, West Coast uh, car storage is being built in L.A. And, you know, in a incredibly small space, you got more racks than ever. I think the things he says make sense. Yeah, you got Black Mountain in Denver. Yeah. <laughs> so well, we did a random stop by to uh, a detail shop, Black Mountain, that has that. So there's a little small detail shop that the guy operates out of, but they're using it for... They store all these exotic cars. People can come in. Then we had, uh, was it North Carolina? The, the guy that came on the podcast that he's got then a whole little place where little little bar area that well, have you customers seen a pl- can come yeah, yeah. into. Have you seen the like place that. out of Seattle? What's the place in Seattle that just got built? They, they, they dump like $30 million into this place. Because uh, all he's doing is storage, and they got a bar. It's like a club. It's a club, um, yeah. We have like, things yeah. like the Motorplex out Minnesota. There you go. I mean, there are there are individual garages, and then it's just a whole big, yeah. huge. Yeah. Same thing in Pahrump. We have the Spring Mountain, oh, and yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty much the same thing. It's going to have the largest track, supposedly bigger than Nuremberg. And and so because you've gone through the grind, you've built over the years, you can now take a chance at that type of opportunity. Absolutely, I I built a clientele to where I think that I will be able to do really well once I. I figure you build it, they'll come. There you go. Yeah. But here's the deal. Theo's also taking a risk. That's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Great. That's great. Hold on. 90% of the people don't take the necessary risk in life to 100%. get to where they need. And when when I, 90% of people don't take the necessary risks in life to get to where they want to be. And, you know, it's like when I first started my business and I walked out of where I was working at. Man, I was crying. Well, I'm a chick. Okay, so I was crying, <laughs> and I was I was crying, and I was happy and just excited and scared, and it was I had no money to get into my shop, absolutely none. I owed people, and I was giving details away for 200, 250 dollars inside, outside, engine clean, everything. But the thing is, is I I did that to build my reputation. Reputation. I was planting a seed, and I I watched it grow. So I knew when to raise my prices. I you know, as soon as the I couldn't schedule everybody, I was raising the prices. And but yeah, risks are very yeah. important. And it's and scary, I, but mm-hmm. and I know. think Jen just said it. Yeah. Here's the other part that nobody talks about: is your business recession-proof? Oh no, because we talk, we, we, we talk what is it again? about that. What is it again? Is your business recession-proof? People don't understand Ooh. what was eight, nine, and ten. Is your business recession-proof? Let's talk systems, like. We're not ready because we're so fat. We have made so much money that we're so fat, we don't know what it's like when people aren't mm, giving us money. That's good. We don't well, know I'm how to make it. Right now, I'm in the so. spot where my area is getting so saturated with detailers and ceramic coders. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah it's, so, it's so saturated. Yeah. Well, and again, so how yeah. do we become recession-proof? Well, first of all, you got to look at your big ticket items and see if those are recession-proof. i got news yeah. for you. Coatings and PPF, the way they're being sold today, are not recession-proof. If you sell them a different way, um, I think coatings could be recession-proof. But everybody sells a coating as your car has to be three-step corrected and everything's got to be perfect. And you know what? That's great. And i got a lot of collectors that do that. But, you know, when the recession hits, collectors are going to have less money. doesn't matter what anybody says. 
Uh, that's why the collector car market is dead when it's a recession, and it's really that's why Porsches are up five billion percent. They won't be in the next five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and you know, here's the deal: <laughs> be real cautious about big ticket. Big ticket is great to cash in on, but I think a, a lot of people get hooked on a twenty-five hundred dollar ticket. Guess what? Sometimes that five hundred bucks reoccurring is real freaking nice, and you know what? I'll take that all day long because that is recession proof. Because if you have rich clients, they're not going to blink at a thousand bucks. And you can have guys with bees next to their net worth. When the recession hits, they're going to cut back too. They may not cut back like the normal guy, but they're going to cut back. And so you don't want to always just rely on. I mean, that's what scares me about the coding business for our industry. The way it's been sold is what scares me. Coatings are awesome. I'll put a coating on any car. I put my coatings on my own car. Selling the coding business the way we have has been a big mistake. As, as though you have to have show car quality correction. Boom. You can't, you can't, that, that is not going to be recession proof. That's perfect. Even though you get that show car quality and you coat that car and that car leaves your shop flawless, two, three weeks later and they run that through a car wash or they have their mobile guy that's improperly washing it, that name that you just put on that doesn't matter. Doesn't even matter anymore. Nope. And I Theo see it just, all the time. And Theo just hit it. Yep. And look, you got clients that will pay for that one-time detail, but they won't pay to maintain it. So it may not even be the mobile guy's fault. If the mobile guy can only get 50 bucks out of your client, they can't maintain it properly. The money's not there. Exactly. So we, so we blame the mobile guy or we blame the car wash. But remember, the client, and this is kind of what I hate, oh, this is good. we don't put any onus on the client. And guess what? We're all adults. I live in Vegas. You have to have a pool to live in Vegas. It's just, you got to have a pool. Guess what? I pay my pool guy more than most people pay because I never think about my pool. But guys are driving around $100,000 Range Rovers and they're going to an $8 car wash. Is that really on us? No. No. You're driving around a $100,000 piece of machine. You can't pay 8 bucks to maintain it. That's ridiculous. You're an adult. So an interesting quote from today. Hold on. No, 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 no. An interesting quote from today from Rennie Doyle. At, at the show here at Mobile Tech Expo, he said, why do, car, why do detailers consider car washes their competition? They're not. Okay, either way, because if you go through the feeds, there's so many detailers that want to post, oh, these people go through a car wash or they do those memes of like scrubbing down. Like, how did you associate that your business is in competition with a quarter slot, dollar slot, self-serve car wash, or the tunnel that's down there. Yeah, that's, when that's, did that happen that you uh, you think that you can compete in the same realm of business for that client? No, and when I did get, we like, think like of I that? Like I said, though, Theo was talking about it leaving your shop, and that's what I was no, I, in I know, reference but, to. But I was saying, like, that was Rennie's point this morning, and I was so I was saying, what do you guys think of that? Like, why did we start associating that? The car wash down it's the street. It's the macho thing. It's the, it's the much we think we need to be be the be all. Like we got to be everything for one for for one person. Like you know what I mean. Like we got to be everything. We're, we're not. Like we're niche. Like you don't want to compete with the guys that go and run their car through a car wash for eight bucks eight bucks a week. Yeah. That's not our competition. That's I not agree. that's not my demographic, at all. Yeah, but I, you know what I was saying is that guy may have also paid for a coating. Well, he did. So, he hold did on, pay hold on. Yeah, but what I'm saying well, is, th- this is what I, I was I was referring to what Theo said yep. is that hit, you know something leaves his shop. You know, the guy could in three weeks you won't even know it left your shop. 
because they destroyed it. What I'm saying is I think we have to start speaking differently. We put everything on the local guy, the small guy, and all that stuff's relevant. People don't know how to polish paint, great. We've said that for 30 years. What's changed? I know, right? <laughs> so to Rennie's point, that's great for Rennie to say, yeah. but let me explain something to you. His detailing training class, there's still guys that don't know how to polish. That's a fact. They're always going to not know how to polish. Why do we keep talking about it? Because they don't further educate themselves. And they're never going What's to. What's that? They don't further educate themselves. They'll go in for a class, and they think that they're a paint correction specialist. And they, they went to one class? Correct. They, yeah. It's just, I never feel like I'm done learning. I'm never. I'm constantly I, I know You guys are right now at Mobile Tech Expo Vegas, first one. That's why you're the best. I never know. Like, I, I know I'm not the best, and I never will be the best. But I know I'm not the worst. But and that's why now I'm out there training people so I can get them to the next level that they want to be. And then I'll hand them off to somebody like Theo, because Theo the, is by far better than me. And by like, the way, way here's the part that people don't think about. He just, and he I just think, knows things that, you know. I have different knowledge than she does. Yeah. It's not that I'm better than her. I'm, I'm older, and I have a little bit more knowledge. And by the way, Theo put in the hours. <laughs> yeah, Theo put in a lot of hours. That's what people hours. forget. It's, right, not, so it's not just training. It's being willing to make the mistake, fix the mistake. Yeah where a lot of people are doing one step and are breezing through the one step because they gotta pay, they got to feed their family. You know what they would have been better off doing? Working for somebody. Relax. You've got all the time in the world. Guys like Gary Vee, as great as he is, telling people how great it is to be an Ooh, entrepreneur. Marty's going to take some hits right now. Hold on. You're jabbing him right now. Get a knife you know, out and start stabbing him as you talk. Being an entrepreneur is not for everybody. Being an entrepreneur is not for everybody. He backed up what Gary Vee says. An I thought he was going the other way. Is not for everybody. Not I for thought everybody. he was going skill. the other way. Yeah. All right. I, I want to I ask this to Ronald, all right, Let's because we've, we've been chatting through all this. Ronald, what goes through your mind? Because you've been pretty quiet over there. Yeah, no, I have. I have. There's some dominancy in the table right there. now. I have been pretty quiet. You know, i just been taking it all in, you know. Um, Nick over here, first time meeting him. Um, Jen, she that probably doesn't know me, but like I follow her. <laughs> of course you do. Thank you. <laughs> but I know support. she's close to somebody in my area though, Renee. Uh, oh, Buffing. Renee. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my girl. She's she told me to say hi to you, and I already told them. She Quit said, if my phone her, wasn't, yeah, if I, if I didn't have, uh, if my phone wasn't de dead, I'd probably. Um, so I. Why? Uh, <laughs> why? <laughs> All right. Take my strong hand here. Okay. No, I had to throw that on there because she's like, say hi to uh, DJ and Marty. And I was like, hey, I seen your girl out here. But I didn't say anything to her. Cause I should have flown her out here, but nobody knows it. But she's got a big black guy right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, man, I've been taking it all in. Um, you, hold on. You shouted out, Renee. I didn't grab my camera quite enough. One more shout out for her. Oh, hey, hey, Renee. Nay. Hey, there you go. You told me to say hi to everyone out here. So here Renee, I am. I did. Second segment on how yeah. awesome you are. So yeah. go check it out. Yeah. All right, keep going. But no, um, I, I mean, it's all good information because I will hit three years. We're primarily mobile. Um, I'm kind of keeping it mobile for now, just because it's a, it's a niche market in, in Massachusetts. Um, there's, just, I don't feel there's a lot of competition. And when you're factoring in the work, um, are you certified? Um, are you continuing training? Like, you know, yeah, there's people doing detailing in, in Massachusetts, but um, I still feel like there's room to grow. Um, and, yeah, the question has come up. I'm like, do I go for a shop? Do I go, do I get another van? Um, 
and this uh, this is all good information from people who are who I see have been you know in the field for a little while. Remind us how many years in the business? We're gonna hit three years in November, so congratulations. Huh? One, two, where you at? Oh, me total about five. Oh, five vehicles. Oh wait, wait, sorry. What was that? How many years? How many do you have out right now? Ah, no, just one van. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, one van. So that's why I thought it'd be perfect. Yes, you're right. So, so, so Nick. If you've got a guy, one vehicle, a couple years in, how do we get to the next? Like, so we just talked about PDR. We've talked about revenue streams. We've talked about how can detailers grow. We've got a mobile detailer. What would be something if, if a mobile detailer wants to get further, already doing coatings, already doing maintenance, already doing all that stuff, can we bring PDR in? Do you bring in? T how do you? Can you do that mobile, or do you have to go get a shop? Uh, you don't have to do anything. I mean, that's the number one thing. I, I think first of all, don't ever make a quick decision. Theo's told you he's laid out a plan. I'm guessing the plan didn't come together last week. The plan's no, been last night over some, that, that, some that, beers and. Uh, I mean, Theo, some, uh, I gotta imagine. You know, he does great work. His stuff's got to be, you know, ten years in the making or more. You know, hey, I, this is what I think I could do. Uh, the first thing is buy your second truck. I know. I was just going to say, I mean. And by it, the way, pay cash, find something that you can fix up. This mm -hmm. is exactly what I did. Yeah. I bought a quad cab truck because trucks set me apart. I don't put anything on my trucks. All my trucks are white. They're clean. That's it. I don't advertise on my truck. I don't do any of that. Okay. We got a Ford Transit, you know, uh, 2014. So, it, you know, it's there not bad. Go. Nice. I mean. That would, my second truck would probably be similar. Okay. I mean, so how just. Do you get, what, what would take, what would, what would it take for you to go, okay, I'm doing it. I'm going for the second truck. Yeah, that's kind of what we're, what what I, we're, we're Yeah? Yeah. So do you know, or do you want, yeah, you want I'll, to I'll tell you what I did. <laughs> buy it before you're ready. Okay. Because here's right. the thing. No. When you buy stuff before you're ready. You have to do it. Is, what happens is you go sell harder. You have to make it work. You go meet people. You're like, man, I just paid ten grand for this van. You know, I got to go get some money in this van. And what Why happens is, you're ready, but you hold said on, have cash. Hold on, but you got to. I mean, you got to have cash. Okay. Look, ready doesn't mean you don't have the ten grand. There you it go. just means you That's, might only have eleven. <laughs> That's why I wanted to make sure because I think a lot of guys would just go get a loan. No. And go put a bunch of equipment in the van, just to go do it. Like I'll give you an example. If I was going to do a shop. The only way I would do the shop is if I could buy the if I could buy the building, period. Otherwise, yeah, I can't, well, I messed up a little bit there. So, <laughs> but I mean, I did. I made it work. Like, yeah, I, not, I knew my rent. By the way, I'm not I'm not saying don't pay rent. Yeah. What I'm saying is your ultimate goal better oh, yeah, be to rent. to own own the building. Well, it's like you don't want to. My brother always told me you don't want to climb the ladder; you want to own it. There you go. You know? And but so you need to climb before you get to the. Yeah. Tip. You yeah. got to climb. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, why yeah. we worked at we a car all, wash. Look, by the start, way, we right? all, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. That's why you work for wholesalers. That's why, and I think Theo touched on something that I agree with. You know, we bang on the the detailer, but we already know they're not going to educate themselves. We already know things aren't going to happen. So I think we need to stop talking about it. We There's give way too much energy. We get, yeah, we get way too much energy to that. Mm -hmm. You know what we need to do? Just worry about how to grow our industry and forget those people. And ourselves, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I you know, I love Rennie Doyle and what he said, and he comes on here and we're talking about car wash. That's all great. How about we just stop talking about them and we just own those segments? Let's just go talk about how we could do. Like, I know everybody bristled when I say this, but 
if detailers did an elevated car wash in your area, they'd make a zillion dollars if it was just elevated. Good car wash, did quality work. That's all they did was quality, quality, quality. You would refer them. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. 100%. Mm -hmm. And guess what? I wish there was that. Yeah, we, we crap on it. How about we just own it? Oh, no, I, I wish that. How about we just own it? Because right. we talked about it a little bit earlier with the guy that was on here. Yeah. He immediately shit on somebody doing a $25, $50 detail. And I went, whoa. When I started, I had attitude. to climb out of 25 to 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What if we stopped shitting on them and start supporting them? Yeah, right. And I didn't even well, think of that. So if some guys could have a credible quality at 25 to 50 bucks, and look, maybe, maybe the credible is seventy bucks. Yeah, I don't know what way. the credible is. Whatever the credible is. San Diego dollar. versus Minnesota versus Oklahoma. Yeah, whatever the number. Literally, they like talk about price. Yeah. You gotta start somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I set my value on what I've I've learned over the years, so I've I've got a lot more knowledge than probably the guy that just started last year, obviously, and he's trying to build his business, so. It really just depends on how you set your value. And we do too much. We just do too much crapping on it. You know, instead of crapping on it, let's find a way to own it. Bring it into our industry. It's just like this. I deal with dent guys all the time. A lot of them aren't great. You know what Theo's saying? Let me bring that in-house. Let me fix that problem. I don't like the quality control, so I'm going to control the quality in my shop. Detailers have just been so negative, and you see it on social media every day. Well, I, the thing is that I hate is if there's somebody, instead of sitting there going and talking by, behind somebody's back, wasting the energy to go talk bad about somebody, why don't you reach out to that detailer, maybe through private message, not blasting them on their picture, and say, hey, why don't I help you out? And you know what? If, if it isn't worth the help and they don't want to learn, then just walk Move away on. and focus on yourself. The one thing right. that I wanted to touch base on a little bit is about volume or um, getting cars done quickly uh, when I first started you know I sit there and I see people with one or one car in their shop the one thing that I did to teach myself how to be a beast I guess you would say is in the beginning of the week I would have anywhere from three to five people drop off and I would give them deadlines whether it was at the end of the week on Friday or Monday or Tuesday and you know what I couldn't just sit and stare at one car and tinker around with it I knew I that I had to get all those cars done and I would send them and my you know my biggest week was like thirteen thousand dollars I didn't take that home you know obviously but my take home was pretty good but I just I feel like people need to, and you can still get, people are like, oh, you can't do quality and quantity. Yes, you can. I am sitting right here and I have done it. So I just, I feel that's like awesome. that's another way to grow. Yeah, set, not set them up, knock them down. with one car and, Don't you know, putz around. Time. That gives you time to look on your phone. All right, when so Ronald, when did you decide? When are you getting that next, when that. you getting that next one? <laughs> I think it's sooner than what I thought. <laughs> but cash. The best, the most you can do with cash because research, like, yep. because we don't know what's going to happen in a year. We don't know what's going to, and if we're too strung out because our bottom line isn't enough because we got too much expenses going on, we might not make it. So, as much cash and as much minimal debt as possible Thank you. is a great, no, great no, no. model. So, well, DJ will give you the mic, maybe. <laughs> So to further expand your mobile unit, I would try to build your, your clientele list to the point where you can't handle it with one van and then move on to your second van. Get get enough clientele base to where you're flooded with clients to where you can't handle it with one unit and then spread. 
And then when you have two units, then build your clientele base up to where two units can't handle it, and move to your third unit. Because I had seven units at one point. Mobile. Only. I was doing fleet accounts. Yeah, seven units. Um, about four and a half years. Um, the company that I was doing a majority of my business with um, went bankrupt and got bought out. All fleet accounts. Fleet accounts is basically that was my bread and butter. I was doing buses, limos. So how? So fleet accounts was your thing for a while on the seven units. Correct. You can always pivot, man. Whatever's your bread and butter today doesn't have to be your bread and butter. I was forever. to the point where I wasn't even working. I was just supervising all my guys, making sure that they were doing the work that I had set for them. So I was doing like uh, about 25 different limos three days a week, and I had one crew doing that. I was doing about 75 different uh, buses like um, transport buses and I had two crews doing that at two different locations and I would go check and make sure they're doing their job um, every once in a while I'd find the guys slacking not doing inside windows and whatnot and just basically yeah just doing quality control well they were blasting outsides and not doing insides at all and then they were just doing quick insides and not doing windows just you know the quality control wasn't there because they were able to slack but once you put someone in charge to supervise those people and you you had that guy there then it just seemed like it was working out a lot better for me that way see, I, see what the what Theo does what Theo had is what I have my guys have a route every week they work the route and the quality control look man you're gonna have to constantly do a massive amount of quality control as you get bigger mobily it's harder than a shop because a shop you know again even you have a finite amount of space to look at you know you may have and especially in a town like Vegas Vegas is spread out so um, you know yeah yeah I've been thinking the whole thing and then uh, detail Las Vegas he's walking yeah. by so is there any like you guys are all cool I don't there's look, you, I never met anybody I uh, Theo guy. there's you Nick and then well, I've, plenty I've, of other I've never I've never you've met never met each other before Wow. I never yeah, met the detailer. I never met either of these guys. I'm taking a piss. I have a family. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we went to I don't care. I was taking a break from work for a second. I was taking my cigarette break. <laughs> I don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah. But for All some right. reason, cigarette smokers get like a break. Yeah. It's like an extra break oh, in the yeah. world for some reason. Oh, like It's like, oh, oh, you smoke cigarettes. Okay. You're good. You got yeah. Extra yeah, you got an extra 30 minutes. Like, fuck off. All right, so we're here at Mobile Tech Vegas. <laughs> give us quickly, give us one why should a detailer come to mobile tech i think to see the other industries that are here and the other things that are going on in the car market uh pdr glass repair doesn't matter uh for me that stuff was eye-opening is it right for us uh, you know i know the stuff going on in the detailing you know it's great to meet a guy like theo and jen all that stuff's great ronald all that stuff is awesome but for me personally i like seeing the other stuff going on and maybe is it something i can add for my clients and it was limited, by the way. It's it's smaller. It's things that would pertain to our industry. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Uh, where do people find you on social? Uh, me, it's uh, Vegas.Rides, and uh, you'll find that on every platform. Where can they find you? Uh, Cars Metology on Everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, 
cosmetology.com. Uh, yep. Let's put it at five people that don't follow you. Uh, the Specialist Detail Studio on Instagram, thespecialistdetail.com, and Specialist Detail Studio on Facebook. Nice, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, man. Uh, Ronald? All Star Mobile Auto Detailing. You can man. find us on Instagram. I won't be here tomorrow. So. Uh, handle yeah. is yeah. all underscore star yeah. underscore detail. Ronald's a bomb. We plug him all the time because Ronald has an awesome business in Boston. Hey. Over and out. First day, Mobile Tech Expo winding down. Mr. Patterson, this has been a super fun day. Very busy day. Very busy day. A lot of people stopping by to drink some Blue Moon, some Alpine Duet. Which it's has been, been your favorite? So I hit the Alpine heavy in the beginning, mm -hmm. and I realized it was an IPA, and I was like, ooh. You got tipsy. <laughs> I'm Blue Moon now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got a little tipsy, did you? I got a little tipsy you for sure. a little sure. tipsy. It's uh, been, it's been a, a really great day, and um, we're so thankful. Sheldon. You've been on the dude, podcast Sheldon before. Is the <laughs> effing man. Right? Uh, cheers, guys. Cheers, <laughs> cheers to you, man. Um, thank you for taking some time here. I know you're super busy. It seems to be a really great day. Tell us about Mobile Tech. What are you guys thinking? How's it been going? You know, I, I think it went really well. We weren't quite sure what to expect being the first time in Vegas. For sure. But uh, the attendance has been great. The vibe has just been amazing. Everyone's yeah, having a great time. Yeah, the vibes are awesome. Yeah, the, vibe's <laughs> been great. the vibe is yeah. great here. So then the one thing that is really awesome is a lot of the people here had never been to a mobile tech before. Mm -hmm. So Ooh. they're getting to meet and mingle. They didn't understand how important the networking was, and now they're getting all these new people, and the vendors are stoked because they're getting new faces to buy their products. And they're just, I think everyone's had a really good day, and everyone's pretty tired right now. So. Yeah, there, there's definitely more people sitting down at the booth now. There's definitely yeah, some, no uh, kidding. Dragging for a little bit. We're not. We, we've been pumped full of a lot of carbs and a lot of sugar. Drank your breakfast, lunch, have, and dinner. Huh? We have drank our way through the afternoon, and we're doing awesome. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, No sitting down tired for us. We're, we're ready to rock. Let's That's go. the power of beer. Power of beer. The power of beer. That's the way it goes. All right, so... We wanted to ask a question, okay? So, for 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 detailers, Sheldon, why should detailers come to Mobile Tech, and specifically Vegas? Well, honestly, either Mobile Tech is a good choice because no matter how good you think you are, there's something you can learn or a way you can add some more value to your business. So we try to offer great education at both Mobile Techs, but you're gonna—I mean, even if you think you're the best detailer out there, you're gonna meet someone new. You're going to make a new contact. You're going to find a new technique. And that it's mobile tech's where it happens. It's going to happen on the show floor or at the bar afterwards. And really... So it, we looked over a second ago, and Rennie Doyle was one-on-one -on -one with a, a detailer. Yeah. One-on-one. One-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> he didn't pay a dime. He walked up to <laughs> well, Rennie Doyle. he paid to get in. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Sure. <laughs> sure. But he didn't pay sure. Rennie. He didn't pay right. Rennie. His Rennie's price. Massive Rennie price. Rennie's price is not cheap, he and it shouldn't be. Able to come look at everything else in, Ve in Mobile Tech Vegas, but got one-on-one -on -one time with Rennie. I watched it right there. Yeah. How massive yeah. is There's that? Dude, yeah. you can't get any intimate, more intimate ever, unless you, you know, buy him a room. <laughs> <laughs> get hey, him a it's bed. Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there though. I'll stop. But so, I mean, is that sort of kind of what you envision? Oh, absolutely. A little bit more of a community? 
Uh, yeah. Cheers every time. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, community. Yeah, yeah that's the word. Start beer drinking game. So, you know, did you envision more of like a community aspect with Mobile Tech Vegas? Is that? Is that yep, that's what. Vegas? It is, and just I mean, Vegas is an easy spot to bring bring people together. No we, way. <laughs> we we thought about California, but you know, it just doesn't have the same atmosphere. Be and, cool, it would. It's just it doesn't have a place like this Not South like Point. Yeah. I mean, there's so many bars. If you're into the loud, obnoxious gambling and stuff, it's all there. If you want quiet, there's some quiet bars you can go to. So there's just everyone has their little spot they can find. And it was a nice, it was a nice venue, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the rooms aren't the best. It's not the Bellagio, but they're cheap. Oh no, I no, mean, no the rooms yeah. inside, I'm great. Oh, I think the rooms. The rooms are, are actually the shower, dude. Yeah. Is phenomenal. Did you oh. enjoy the shower? No, no I'm <laughs> serious. a lot of time in the shower. Huh? No, I, extra time. I, I do a lot of hotels, but the shower, for some reason, is like he was did walk out really and go, incredible. Marty, that shower is awesome. I was like, bro, I know I <laughs> was. He's like, it's a shower. I'm like, no, it, the shower is great. Anyways, enough about the shower. <laughs> You didn't I choose like Mobile Tech Vegas for the showers, did you? That's the title of this episode, <laughs> Mobile Tech Showers. <laughs> So, how's been the response? You know, what's what's it looking like? How's everybody doing? Everyone, I mean, so there weren't a million people here, but we we weren't sure to expect. But it's definitely better than a lot of people expected. There's a lot of new faces, which is really what everyone wants. And now we're gonna grow our family. So um, the people that are love here it, are gonna go it, back and it, tell it, their friends. It. And next year, my God, it's probably gonna be twice Dude, as big. Next year will will be twice yeah. as big. Yeah. So what's been What's been some of the key points that you've taken off of today, you know, day one? So day one, uh, the people are really enjoying. We have some cars set up in our tool time area. They're yeah. enjoying. They can actually just go try some tools on them. They can bring either, We have some set up there. They can bring stuff over and just try it out, see how it actually feels on a real car. Um, what else? The education made a keynote by Rennie Doyle this morning that was Dude, just phenomenal. Everyone's talking about it. Yeah, like I, one guy started crying. So. Oh no no! I, 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 His name I, is DJ. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I gave him a little tissue. I was like, "Come on, babe, it'll be okay, baby. It'll be okay." You said, "Babe." Uh -huh. I would have known that. You were crying, and I was like trying to console you, and I was like, "Baby, it's okay." No, Rennie hit it like, dude, yeah. it was awesome. That's what made you cry? Because Rennie hit it. Rennie hit me. <laughs> <laughs> he hit and me he where liked it. Doesn't it. Hurt. Yeah. <laughs> F you both. <laughs> Let's keep going. But it was cool, though. I was talking yeah. to Rennie about it, and he Dude, said, you right. know, I, I had this whole script written, and last night I went up to my room and said, screw it, I'm just going to speak from the heart, and I, that's what came out that's today, so, and it was oh, man, awesome. awesome. So, cool. yeah. so what's on the agenda for tomorrow? What should uh, people expect uh, day two? Day two, we're expecting some new faces from California. Okay. A lot of the detailers couldn't make it out because they were working, so they're all driving out tonight. Very cool. So very we're going to cool, cool. see more people and um, more new faces, more networking at the bars and here. And here. The, I yeah. like it. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> and just going to be another great day. And, I mean, some people already sold out of products, so hopefully. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So it's going well. That's incredible. That's awesome. So, no, this is awesome. Like, Shelton, you've been amazing, like, working with you. You guys have been great. No, so. no, you, yeah, this has been awesome. Thank you so much. So on your little flyer, when I think everybody that came and got registered, it was, hey, you know, what about some other locations? So do right. you guys think of other spots or where are you, you know, you're it? open? You know, we're pretty happy with this place, but we're not just going to do what we want. We're listening to the community. That's there why, I mean, that's Love why we it. did a West Coast show. That's what, okay. community. oh, there's community. Damn it. <laughs> Cheers. Community. 
So we're going to listen to what people want. I mean, maybe we do another one in Vegas next year, and then we have to go to California or, I mean, whatever. I mean, so if, like if that's a car wash show. Yeah. Where is wherever the industry brings you. Yeah. And they, that's where they wherever start. Wherever the so, industry brings you. Yeah, they're a couple of years in Vegas, and then yeah. they go somewhere else for a year, and they yeah. come back to Vegas for a couple of years, and they go somewhere. The one is thing we, yeah, that's kind of what we're thinking. We are still going to have an East Coast show, though, because the people we're polling they don't want to go to, like, the guys in California aren't going to go to Orlando. So it seems a service industry right now, at least, I mean, it could change that we need to have two shows. So we're always looking for feedback, never hesitate to reach out. And, Dude, you know, this has been awesome. It has been. It's been it really, been. really, 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 really freaking awesome. <laughs> hey, what a great day. You guys get to sit here, drink beer, and just yeah, talk to a bunch of cool people. Like, <laughs> no. Sheldon, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you guys are awesome, and we love having you here, and we'll continue to grow together. And For sure, man. Yeah. All and right, cheers, guys. <laughs> yeah, there's your community. community. <laughs> so, Sheldon, if people want information about Mobile Tech, all right, Mobile Tech Vegas, not going to be able to get more stuff. Probably a little late if they're trying to. Oh, it's too late this, now. It's, it's too late. late. <laughs> but, but Listen, mobile, you fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. You should have been here. <laughs> mobile but. Tech Vegas is, is done. Mobile Tech Orlando. Let's yep. talk about it. Yep, so it's uh, the end of January. Last year is a little bit early. So. But. This is well attended. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, Orlando, is, we have thousand people, yeah. Yeah. So we moved it back a little bit. It's the end of January. It's January 30th through February 1st. I am saying with 99% reassurance. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking <laughs> like you get a calendar. Birthdays. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> I'll yeah, be so there. Yeah, so end of January, so we want to make sure we didn't do it too close to the holidays again. Biggest complaint was it was like the vin- venue was different from the hotel, so it's all back under one roof, Rose and Shingle Creek. Okay, very it's a cool. Baller property. It's so you're beautiful. one roof in Orlando next year? Yeah, yep, one yes. roof. There's six bars, oh, I want to say, including like one of the massive, most badass awesome pool bars I've ever seen. Thank you so much. They have three pools all next to each other. I don't know if there's a topless one, but. Marty likes <laughs> topless. will be topless. I'll be topless. I'll be topless. <laughs> nice. I so, thought only in Vegas there was topless. So there's topless no, 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 Marty, pools Marty, 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 in Orlando? Listen, 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 listen. Hey, once, when, when Mobile Tech gets there, there might be. <laughs> Sheldon That's is awesome. the man. So what should detailers expect from Mobile Tech Orlando? You know, uh... I, can, we have another great IDA icon that's going to be uh, keynoting, it Ooh. sounds like. We're actually going to be doing Legends is like the name we're going to be using of a series of keynotes throughout the days. So uh, people that came up from the industry, it's, I mean, detail, some of the guys are PDR, but they're going to be talking about how they got their start and what they, what they did to make themselves successful that everyone can get a takeaway from. So managing relationships, you know, maybe taking some risks here and there, stuff like that. You so, guys got all your speakers lined out, huh? Yeah, we aren't ready, quite ready to announce this whole legend thing yet, yeah, but it's going to yeah. be pretty. Cool, 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 cool. I, so I was going to push, but I didn't. Good yeah. question, DJ. Yeah, we got to save some stuff for after yeah, Vegas, so let's get through Vegas, and we'll have some pretty cool announcements. So we'll come back on and do one of your little yeah, intro yeah. parts as, as Mobile Tech Orlando comes, and you can announce this, yeah, yeah. who's going to be the... Uh, yeah, yeah, we got, we got some cool ones. So. You should... Yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's awesome, man. Any last words to uh, detailers? Uh, on no, I mean, on if, you, if you couldn't make it out or you've never been, I hope you I'm get sorry. here. Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> and I hope you get out here to meet these guys Dude, and hang out. Awesome and out here, I, man. I mean, you're, you're not going to grow your business sitting at home thinking you're the best. So. On, okay, listen, <laughs> Look at that. That you can watch our stories, you can listen to the podcast, but you'll never get what you get if you're not here. Yeah. 
You might be the best, but you're not networking. You're not getting nope. better. So. I don't see it. We're yet. So where on social do people find Mobile, mobile Tech? We're at, at Mobile Tech Expo, I think, on the Insta and Facebook and all that. And uh, you can always get us at MobileTechExpo.com. There's a contact form or 702-450-7662. Hit the Mobile Tech Expo button. And Got the digits. Yep. Just Got them. Di- it wasn't even seven. Call us if like, you're lonely. Call us if you're lonely. Hold on. Call if you're lonely. <laughs> That's we call Sheldon one night. <laughs> hey, the wife and I are in an argument. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's Molten like this year? <laughs> All right, see you guys. Awesome. Yeah, Thanks, take care, everyone. Thanks. Wait, when is SEMA? Yeah, we're gonna tell fourth me. Fourth through the eighth. That's what he said. November fourth through the eighth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he said. Okay, that's a pretty important date. But yeah, I think you're right. SEMA, November 4th through the 8th. That's when we're going to be there. Yeah. And Tuesday is Pint Night. That's correct. Gordon Beers Brewery. Are you recording right now? 8 to 10 o'clock on Tuesday of SEMA. And they should register at SEMAPintNight.com. But I need the like DJ full on. You can't just come take Can you do it? Not, you no. did it at the episode the other I night. Was doing an episode right now. Okay. Doing something else. Right, you're doing schedule. So you should like, you're ready to look at the <laughs> schedule and be like, SEMAPintNight.com. I can do it, but not right now. SEMAPintNight.com. Right you need a beer? You need beer? I have a beer in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, you know where you can get a beer? Not quite. It's, it's SEMA Pint Night. You can get a beer at SEMAPintNight.com. You're absolutely right. <laughs>